Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The funny thing about living in America is how quickly it can become something that doesn't look like America. The fundamental reality of our situation is that it is a lot easier to live in an authoritarian state. The authoritarian state doesn't require thinking. The authoritarian state doesn't require questions. It certainly doesn't get answers. It's simple. The life of the serf is a simple life. The life of the slave is a simple life. Notice I didn't say it was a good life. I said it was a simple life. You know exactly what is required of you. You know exactly what you'll be doing. And you know exactly that you cannot do anything you may put your mind to because your mind does not actually matter. Your thoughts, your ideas, your passions, your desires, your wants are meaningless to the serf, to the slave. It has no value whatsoever to the authoritarian state. It means zero. But that's not who we are. We are people of thoughts and of ideas and of mind. And the purpose of having a society like ours is to be able to pursue those passions and pursue those ideas and put those ideas into the public square and see where they land. Ideas can be political ideas or ideas can be monetary ideas, ideas of products. How many people have launched a product expecting great things only to learn that nobody is interested? Then only to find out that parachute pants were a big thing in the 1980s. I never wore parachute pants, mostly because I was the fat kid. And if I wore parachute pants, I would have flown away. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. No parachute pants. We're for the skinny kids. I know then there were the Zubas or whatever they were, but I wasn't about to wear those either. Good Lord. Living in America is not easy. Living as a free person is not easy. Authoritarianism is easier. Giving it up and letting the government handle it, take care of it, take care of you is easier. The problem is, is that to sell that to people, you must lie to them. You must lie to them by telling them that things will be better if you give it up to the government. We need housing. There should be, there should be government housing and public housing. Have you ever asked yourself what the housing is? Because the housing will look nothing like cribs on MTV. It will look like crib, singular, with bars. That's what it'll look like. Have you ever seen government planned housing? Have you ever noticed why or or asked yourself why it looks so absolutely horrifically unattractive? Because attractiveness is about personal preference and desire and want. It is about people having choices because if something is attractive, it means something else they saw is unattractive. But if everything is the same and no question was given or thought given to attractiveness, uh, you would get what you get which is exactly what those authoritarian regimes do. You get what you get. Nobody asked you whether you thought it was attractive because no one cared. You weren't allowed to engage an idea of attractive because that in and of itself is pure unadulterated bigotry. Attractiveness is bigotry. Now, I actually put forth to you that it could be seen differently. Prejudice, it could be seen as. Bias, it could be seen as. See, bigotry is is, is about hating someone for, for something, right? We can make that argument 
people hate me because I'm Jewish or they hate Ari because he doesn't listen to me or they that's producer Ari by the way say hello producer Ari hey hey there he is right they 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 hate you for your politics or for the color of your skin or for your sex or for your sexuality right bigotry but in this conversation think of it uh, more um in in the ideas of prejudice and bias which I put forth to you are very very good things I'm not talking about hating someone for the color of their skin in no way am I discussing that. Prejudice is that you like to wear the color blue instead of the color red. Uh, bias is that you wanted a ranch home instead of a two-story home. Or some people call that a single-story home. Maybe they got another name for it. Growing up, it was a ranch house. Then again, we're on in places in the country where a ranch house is actually a house on a ranch, which is a fundamentally different thing. Biases and prejudices are why you listen to certain music and why you watch certain movie and you like certain sports because you do not like the other one and you have made a choice. What is wrong with those things? Nothing, I tell you. But the society that doesn't allow for those things, the society that says we don't care about your choices, doesn't have the panoply. They give you a thing, if anything, and say, that's it. Your choices on housing, two-story or one-story, a three-bedroom, a two-bedroom, a four-bedroom, another bathroom, how you want to do the bathroom. I want tile in here, but I want hardwoods in there. No, 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 no. Choices are not what we give you in the authoritarian world. See how much easier it is? Choice is difficult. Choice requires asking questions. Choice might require saving and financial sacrifice to be able to have the dollars to then purchase the thing that you need. But when the government gives it to you, they give it to you, but they give you what they give you. And in order to ensure everything is equal, it's not that people are brought up. It is that everybody is pushed down. These are the facts. Why do I bring all of this up? It was a piece over at Fox News that people have been sending me on social media. Cities go to extreme with quarantine crackdowns, checkpoints, power shutoffs, and steep fines. The power shutoffs come from Los Angeles. Mayor Eric Garcetti said uh, that private residences that host large gatherings will have their power and water shut off. Many people will note right from the beginning that California is one of those states that don't think you should have the Second Amendment, that uh, Los Angeles County is one of those uh, may-issue counties as opposed to shall-issue county on what? Gun permits. May-issue means that the sheriff can decide not to give them. Shall-issue means they provide them. You might have to fill out a form, but they provide them. But the mayor is going to tell you how many people you can gather with and when. We're not talking about this mansion party where people got shot. We're talking about you having six friends over. They're going to decide it's not okay. You know what they've decided before in Los Angeles? That your Bible study group is not okay. Can you imagine there's a government entity that thinks that they can tell you whether or not you have a Bible study? May I suggest to everybody a reading of the First Amendment and then going a little bit further to the Second Amendment and then being prepared. You know, I've been talking about this for about three days now, and, and I, I, I wonder if people think, you know, I'm trying to gear people up for a fight. And the answer is no. I'm actually not interested in gearing you up for a fight. I am interested in proving that they are fighting you already. I don't have to gear you up for a fight. You are already in it. Not because you want it to be, but because they wanted to put you there. That the mayor thinks they can shut off your power and your water. That's how much control the mayor of Los Angeles thinks that they have 
on you. Then there's the very idea of checkpoints. All right, we won't have to get into fines for wearing a mask because that's that's just old news. You know, the Houston mayor, he's going to be uh, issuing citations to people who are not wearing masks under the under the state uh, mandate. Right? Then there is New York, where there will be checkpoints at every entrance to the city. But then they're going to be stopping people randomly. The information required on a form includes what states the travelers have been to recently and when, the address of where they are going, how long they plan to stay there, how they are traveling into New York, birth date, gender, name, and whether they are bringing children with them. This Uh, According uh, to the reporting from Fox News, according to the New York Times, the checkpoints almost certainly will not be set up at every entrance to the city and not every traveler will be stopped. Okay, is that supposed to make you feel better? They're literally going to ask you for your papers as you go into New York. I don't I can't do enough of a German accent to be able to say, uh, where are your papers? Oh, I guess I can. Oh, look at me. Oh, look at me. I can be an authoritarian just like the rest. America is a messy place. Freedom is a messy concept. Now, I will put forth to you, there are people all over America who don't actually believe in free speech. They, they, they think they're good and kind and decent, but they don't actually believe in free speech. Free speech does not exist for the person you love it exi- or the speech you agree with. It exists for the person you hate and the speech you despise. That's what free speech is for. And when, I, when you ask why, remember that someone hates you and hates that you have the ability to speak freely. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's why. Free speech for the people you hate and for the speech you despise ensures you get to speak freely. I cannot stop Louis Farrakhan from being an anti-Semitic bigot. I can notice that people like the congressman of Indianapolis right near where I live, Andre Carson, won't condemn the man, despicable as that is, and yet there are people who actually support Andre Carson. There are synagogues that invite Congressman Carson into into their sanctuaries. Can you imagine the insanity of such a thing? I can't stop them from doing so. What I can do is notice it, speak out about it, Discuss why it is problematic. I can discuss why Ilhan Omar is an anti-Semite. That her hatred of Jews, that Rashida Tlaib's support of boycott, divestment, and sanction in Israel is, of course, sickening and twisted. We can take a look at statements made and determine that they are racist or they are indeed bigoted and say that's disgusting. It's different than whether or not the person is able to say it. Right? What you are able to say is different than what you should say. Because if you can decide what someone is able to say, then you can compel them to say certain things. Freedom doesn't allow for that. But you look at college campuses and you look at the whole con- concept of Black Lives Matter and you realize that there are people out there being compelled to speech or want to compel you to speech. Not understanding the messiness of freedom. The lockdown situation shows us that there are people who think that the Constitution is just a suggestion. You know, it's that meme of of the signing of the Constitution. Uh, Remember, uh, all this goes away uh, if there's a virus. It doesn't go away. This this gym in, in New Jersey where they're trying to open and Governor Phil Murphy's trying to shut them down and they were recently on with Chris Cuomo. 
Of course the gym should be able to open. You have to fight back. If they board up your building, you got to knock down the boards. You have to fight back. The health department closes one business because they opened. Well, that's easy to do. That's why 150 businesses have to open. Let them, let them do what they can. And when they put a sign on your door, just rip off the sign and stay open. Tony, you're pushing lawlessness. No. The lawlessness comes when the state thinks they control the people. Well, it's for their safety. I reject that. It's not for their safety. Shutting down society wasn't for anybody's safety. No one is safer or better off because society shut down. Well, Tony, you may have saved lives. I did not argue that you might have more people who are alive. I said you didn't do anything for anyone's safety. Those are different concepts. Hard for some people to understand, but it happens when they don't think. If I was not allowed to make a living, if I was not allowed to live my life the way I see fit as a free man in a free society, what did you do for me? Because I can keep everybody safe if I keep them chained to the bed. I can keep everybody safe if I just take scene one from Saw, keep you chained up by the ankle in some room, and every now and then throw a snack your way. Minus the dead body in the middle. Spoiler alert. No, I won't do that. Just leave that there. Of course I can keep people safe. I can keep people safe if I say you can't drive after 7 p.m. You know, for your safety. That isn't how it works. So no, nobody was kept safer because of lockdowns. No one was safer because of lockdowns. This is a lie told by liars, dangerous, radical, sick, twisted people who have no interest in the Constitution or the actual concepts of freedom. They are fine. They are good with the authoritarianism because in their view, they are safer as slaves. Period. What do you want to do, fight me on this? Let's go. These are the facts as presented. You cannot keep a society safe by keeping the society from thriving. You cannot save society by stopping society. Everybody who pushed the lockdowns were wrong. Wrong. And that they still push them, they are wrong. But this leads to a part two conversation. Because someone could decide, I'm not going out there, I'm going to get coronavirus. I'm not going out there, I'm not opening my business, I get coronavirus, I'm not opening my business. Correct. You don't have to open your business. And you could have an opinion on me opening mine. I can have an opinion on you not opening yours. But it's no big deal. One is not more valuable than the other in that way. As long as everybody still had the choice and Americans still have the choice, the only thing that matters. President Trump looks at people taking a knee during the national anthem in the NBA and says, that's disgusting and despicable. I see him taking the knee. I turn off the game. LeBron James responds by saying, yeah, nobody in the basketball community cares whether Trump's watching or not. Both answers are correct. The fan, happens to be the president, said, I, I hate that. I'm turning it off. LeBron James says, I don't give a damn. Right. No one has to. No one asked LeBron James to accept Donald Trump's way of thinking. And no one asked Do Donald Trump to accept LeBron James's way of thinking. I honestly don't care what LeBron James thinks about people who are upset about the knee. It means nothing to me. You'll watch the game because you're interested or not. And if it turns you off, it turns you off. And if they notice that the ratings are down and the dollars are down and everything else is down, maybe they'll say, hmm, this seems to be bothering people who watch basketball and now they're not watching. 
And we saw certainly in that first week ratings were, were very, very low. And it could have been because it was the first week. People didn't even know it was on. Uh, it could be for a series of things, a host of things. But we're supposed to be a nation starved for sports. You would think that it would just be sky high through the roof. Not through the roof yet. I never said that someone has to accept that I believe we should be open. They don't have to accept it. What they have to do is not prevent me from opening. And when they prevent me from opening, they're saying they don't believe in the free society. When they want to stop me from saying certain things or speaking on a college campus or wherever else, whether it's me or anybody else, they don't believe in the free society. When you want to have checkpoints and ask for people's papers, you don't believe in the free society. It doesn't actually keep people safe. It is unbelievably restrictive and abusive. When you say we're going to turn off your power and your water, if you do not do what we tell you, that is not a free society. These things are samples and examples of unfree societies. And the question is what do we want to do about it because i believe there are things that should be done about it now of course there is the standard um don't visit new york move out of california these two things are real conventions should simply stand up and say no we don't support this we're not bringing our convention to new york I hear they have they have some lovely space in Lincoln, Nebraska, Indianapolis. Man, we do conventions like nobody else. Some other places out there in the country. Let's go. You actually would support a place that will have checkpoints asking you how many kids you have? You would support doing work in Los Angeles where they threaten your water and your power? How are you supposed to survive? They're telling you that your survival depends upon us. We don't actually have a free society. We have an authoritarian society. And you get from us what we decide you get when you get it. And that usually depends on your behavior now. Are you going to be good? This is what Eric Garcetti just told the people of Southern California. Anybody who still lives there is a damn fool. I used to live in Los Angeles for six years. I still have plenty of friends who are there. And they are all fools. And some of them are people you follow on social media or you listen to their podcasts or you read their books. They're all damn fools. I love them. They're friends. But they have not come to the realization. They have not yet been visited by John Galt only to see themselves sitting on their couch in their own tears as he walks out the door, recognizing and realizing there is nothing left. Well, I shouldn't say there's nothing left. You can fight back. You can organize and fight back. You can throw that mayor out of office. A lot of things you can do. But the one thing you can't do is simply sit by and say, well, that's just the way it is. A free society is a messy society, and there ain't nothing better developed yet. I'm Tony Katz.